This is Steve Rass from SRG Universe, and you're listening to the regular season sports cast. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Terry Funk, the old funkster, and I'm listening to the regular season sports cast over here at the Double Cross Ranch. I've been in the danger zone. This is TJ Perkins, TJP, and you're listening to TRSS. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. The regular season sportscast. actually freaking me out because like it's telling me everything like pace by pace little by little of exactly what's going on with my pizza i'm not gonna say that i'm freaked out but i'm gonna say i'm almost freaked out about why i know so much about what's going on with my pizza Hmm. it's actually telling me that my pie is in the oven now I'm knowing way too much about what's going on. I, I'm just hoping like it doesn't tell me that uh, your order preparer is not digging is now digging in his ass while adding pepperonis to your large pie. Technology is scary. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I am your host Jay the Red Santi. Here to bring to you another week of sports information news. Uh, this this has been a real tough week, really. There's just been a lot of ridiculousness and sadness. And it's funny because I I wanted to record the show earlier on because I just wanted to get it out the way because it seemed like there was just pretty much a slow sports news week because of the playoffs is happening everybody's just like just paying attention to it you can't really just bank on exactly uh, what topics to talk about in nba playoffs and then you know baseball's in full swing now pun intended it, it, it's not really you know those that's very topical so I, I just wanted to get it out the way and then since i held off for a couple of days oof, man we were hit with some stuff Yeesh. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. You guys have been awesome downloading and streaming this episode as well as previous ones. You guys check it out. You can get TRSS now. Honestly, like this is, this is amazing. Rather than going through the whole rageworks.net forward slash blase blaza, you can now get the regular season sportscast at trsspodcast.com. Ain't that? Ain't that amazing? That is just amazing. Just trsspodcast.com. So easy. It'll take you straight to the link, straight to me, straight to the show. You could also get us at iTunes as well as on Stitcher. And be sure to check us out on all the social media outlets. You can get us on the Facebook page. It's an open group page. So far, we are over 400 participants to the group page. Shout out to all you guys who are on the group page and participating and being a part of sharing and just being a part of the ridiculousness that's that is the facebook page 
be sure you check us out on instagram as well at the regular season sports every day i put something up something entertaining something tantalizing also check us out on twitter at rwj santi as well as the snapchat at waterbed red rw and check us out on the youtube page at the regular season sportscast where this week i have added trss 10 counts weekly episode this was dedicated to nba rappers this was in association with the collaborator mr josie's boy your girl's favorite artist check him out as well at trss overtime episode four call me when it's over you got one more to go kid and that's it you on your own son you go spread your wings and just do it up out there in the world kid that's that's all you son represent for trss fam yeah he's got one more to go and then after that he's on his own call me when it's over will be its own single show which is a great look for him I want to thank you guys who's also been a part of listening to that show as well as all other shows under the RageWorks.net umbrella. Oh man. Let me tell you, this is it. Like I said, this was, this was leading up to a slow week until we got hit with just news back to back. Bang, bang. It's, 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 you know, it, it makes you put a perspective on what life is about and what, you know, what can happen in a blink of an eye. We could be, we, we could be enjoying what fruitfulness of what life is and what, 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 what we have in our surroundings and what makes us happy, what makes us sad and just being a part of this reality we live in and then poof, we're gone. You know? So, uh, I'll touch up on that in a minute. And we'll make sure that you guys also be sure you, you, you reach out and go to rageworks.net forward slash shop. Check out all the apparel that's there for not only TRSS, but also other show paraphernalia. We have uh, shirts available that's pertaining to the Rageworks umbrella. So be a part of that, guys. You don't want to miss that. Those are some some good shit out there. And I'm soon soon I'll be dropping another shirt. I'm trying to get a shirt, another TRSS shirt per, pertaining to a lot of you listeners out there's favorite topic and subject matter, which is wrestling. So that's coming out soon. All the other shirts is sports related, something that you guys could be a part of. You can get the individuals that uh, basically just specify your favorite sport and you get the collaboration, which says, hey, I'm a big sports fan. I love them all. Fuck it. I donate to all fucking causes of sports. I'm I'm that sports person. I'm the shit. So for this week's rundown, we're going to be talking about uh, Conor McGregor retires and unretires and uh, just more more drama than an nbc fucking tv show man but more drama than the blacklist i'm telling you guys the ufc world is it's, it's something else also we'll be talking about johnny menzel being dropped by his representatives this kid doesn't know how to stay the fuck out of trouble for real uh nba news we're gonna be talking uh the knicks just shortly just i mean they I don't know. They're, 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 uh, they're an interesting scope to look at right now. So I just want to give a quick look at them. Also, Kurt Schilling once again is, well, can't even say he's in boiling water anymore because now basically the boiling water has been thrown out. So we'll be talking about what the hell got him into some shit. And our first no hitter of the season. Shout out to the Cubs who were able to put that together. It was in a route as well, too, so that's something else. And we'll also be talking about the untimely demises that we've heard about this past week. 
they're so much sports related. I'm going to put that in this week's rant, although it may or may not be a rant, but I don't know. It depends on where my feelings and my emotions go this week. And Turbocal Tabloid will be doing a role review as well as some talk of the return of the Hitman. And there's some big happenings that went on in NXT and whatever random wrestling shit pops up, man. For It's just, it's it's been one of those weeks that it's either if you're a fan of wrestling, you're loving it. Or if you're still griping and moping, you're on the internet pounding your keyboards away, trolling the fuck out. And we also get to talk NBA playoffs. I have returning to the seats once again. I have your girl's favorite audience, Josie's boy, coming in. Coming to stop by talking some NBA playoffs with Whole Milk Mike. I know you guys were probably waiting for his return. You guys are. Yeah. Don't sound too enthusiastic, people. Yeah. So, yeah. Big shout out to those guys for stopping in. We're going to be talking NBA playoffs. And, yeah, just give us a minute. I'm going to play in some new uh, advertising. Yeah, we got some new advertising to the program. You guys, just while I'm enjoying pizza, my pizza. You guys should be preparing to enjoy our new sponsor. They are uh, one for the ages. Yeah, I, I actually ordered from the other week. Let's just say gas is not the word I wanted to use to detail what was coming out of my ass. So um, we'll be back in a sec. Oh, yeah. Que paso, Bobby? Listen, I know you guys like to go to the other pizzerias, like the Pizza Hole, or the Little Caesars, or the otro que se, the, the, the one with the Capicus, que se llama Domino's. But let me tell you something, right? You gotta come try some Spanish pizza. That's right, baby. They got Papa Juan's. That's right, baby. You come down to Papa Juan's. Papa Juan's has deals for you, especially when it comes down to the Sports season. I know two people like to watch you sports and then you like to eat. Come algo también. Listen, we got deals for you here at Papa Juan's. Get it out. Get it out there for everyone. Listen, first, on Monday we have Mofongo Madness. That's right. You get two lost fries and you get a big plate of Mofongo. That's right. That's here at Papa Juan's. And then on Wednesdays, you can order us yourself some special toppings on your pizza, baby. You can pull on top of it. Yeah, you can. You can pull a piña. You, pull, you can even pull some pernil on top of your pizza for no extra cost, man. And then, if you order two pies, you get a two liter of Malta just for free, baby. That's it. That's Papa Juan. You too can be part of it. Oye, ven pa' acá porque nosotros tiene cosa pa' ti. At Papa Juan's the pizzeria for you Spanish people. Ponga sazón, ponga adobo, ponga sofrito. That's right, Papa Wang's. Come to Papa Wang's. It's close to you, baby. And don't forget, I tell you now, with any pizza you get from us, you can get a side of acapurias, you can get a side of pastelillos, or you can get the side of ajo blanco y habichuela, or you can get a little side of a Aguacate. That's right. You get it all, baby. It's here at Papa Wang. Papa Wang. Make sure that you use the app. Go to the Google Play or the iTunes Store or whatever you use for your phone because some people use Cricket, Metro PCS. I don't know what is it that you use, but whatever app you use, you use Papa Wang. That's right. Make sure you use the Papa Wang. Papa Wang's is located at any local Spanish neighborhood as well as 
anywhere you smell adobo sasong or any other goya products this commercial is brought to you by the regular season sportscast this is tna superstar ec3 and you are listening to trss this week's rant So for this week's rant, uh, I just want to say that I, I believe that, in my opinion, we lost two giants of their industry. Uh, it, it's it's crazy how how like I said, things just happen in one moment. You're you're living, breathing, and taking in what 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 the fruits of our our life feeds us, and then in a minute, and in like in a flash, you're gone. This past week, we lost uh, WWF Women's Champion and first and only Intercontinental Champion female, China. And we also lost a, a huge man of, of musical gifts, talents, and just persona, uh, the artist known as Prince. And I, I mentioned Prince here because, and as many of us, I have no his music. We've heard uh, his his just his remarkable talent and creativity. We, 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 what many of you did not know was Prince was a huge, huge sports fan and a huge basketball fan. He actually played basketball in high school. Many of you guys didn't know that he played basketball in, in Minnesota. He, you know, short for his stature, he was known to have a, a pretty decent game and many. Many people have shared stories, especially the ones that you heard in uh, the Dave Chappelle show where uh, Charlie Murphy gave his <laughs> insight on what occurred one night hanging out with Prince. But uh, it, the, the, the facts is that he, he really was a big basketball fan. He even had a basketball court in his house in Paisley Park, and it was known that people would go and play basketball and it it was always remarkable to see that he was such a huge fan he would be at any big game he would be at the uh minnesota games he'll go to to la and watch the the lakers play it it's it's just crazy that for a man who seemed to bring such joy such creativity and 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 a, a positive vibe of you know letting Letting you be who you are and just being free with yourself is now it's just gone. And now it's, it's sad because we, we, we also saw the passing of, of China, Joni Lawler, jo, Joni Laura, who, um, I gotta tell you, you know, a lot of people have, you know, seen her rise and her fall from stardom, but you also have seen her power through all these struggles, you know, she 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 wore it on her sleeve. She, she her, her life was an open book, and regardless to what you know troubles or issues she went through, she never she never didn't bear it all when needed to be bared. She she was open with anything that was going on with her life, you know, from the reality shows to the interviews on Howard Stern and Oprah and Anthony to 
you know, basically sharing on, on podcasts and stuff what has been her, her ups and her downs. And it's, it's sad to see that a woman who has become, you know, recognizable for not only her looks and her personality, but her in-ring talent was also just, it's, it's, what, what, what troubles me is that we now go to the internet and of course, which is always my fucking gripe. I always get my, my, get my rocks off seeing dickheads on the fucking internet saying stupid shit, which it, 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 I'm sorry, but that's what it ends up being. And by the way, I've heard that many individuals who use profanity a lot are known to be very educational and have a large intellect and are very uh, trustworthy and honest with their, with their views. So I'm glad that I use cuss words and profanity often as if they were commas. The ridiculousness is with the trolls that are on the internet. You know, let me tell you something. I'm never one to be prudish about anything that has to be, you know, be off color or tasteless or tacky. Like, I don't, at times I, I can be that way myself. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those that sits there and try to act like I'm holier than thou or better than others about shit like that. My whole thing is if it's funny, I'll fucking laugh. Like, I, I don't care. You know, as off color as it may be, there's probably maybe a handful of things that I'll just be like, that's, that's a bit tacky. But, uh, nine times out of ten, I'm laughing with the next motherfucker about some real offbeat shit. But some of you guys aren't funny. Like, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, you guys are not funny. Comedy is not built for everybody. And a lot of you guys, who think you're funny that's the ones that make make uh other people who act who who have the talent to be funny and creative be deemed not you know a a a, a person who who should be able to draw an audience when it comes to humor because you fuck it up for everybody uh, i i've seen it's like motherfuckers sit there at the loading dock waiting for a moment for something uh, like a, a catastrophe or disaster to happen just have memes or one-liners ready to go like it, it just seemed like you you were prepped and then you do this and then when you're confronted about it you hide behind your keyboards or your or your your, your phones and it, you talk all the shit you want but we all know that face to face you're never that tough guy or that tough girl you're, you're not i you don't know, me, I do a show. I try to bring humor, be funny, be witty. I do whatever. And I'm never apologetic about anything I do on the show. And I never sat there and I, I, for, for as of yet, because I'm bringing something genuine to the forefront, which is me and what my love is, which is sports and to entertain. And I'm, and, and, and I'll be honest with you. Like I'll tell you about 90% of the show is truthful. And down to the point because that's what I wanted to give to you listeners. You know, the other 10%, I got to hold for me because a, I don't want to be tacky because there's certain shit that will fly out my mouth that I'm, it will be offensive. And I don't want, you know, to be it because they're my views, my, my personal views. My, is my, I don't, there's certain things I don't have to share with the masses. Really, the, I got to keep a certain percentage to me. Uh, I, I can't open up everything. And, and mind you, 90% is a lot, man. And to, to, the, the, the small 10% is, 
it's just like stuff that you know i don't really like to talk politics or religion on stuff like this because you know people people rage war over bullshit like that and i I don't have the time for none of that shit but uh anything else man shit you can ask me about my whole my own personal life and i fucking oh crack a beer let's let's talk We'll, 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 we'll shoot the shit you know but you you guys on the net you know jesus a a woman hasn't been gone for no more than 24 hours and i'm seeing just some fucking cold-hearted shit and you know a man passed away a creative genius passed away and already like you guys have one in the chamber ready to go off to show how fucking crass and ridiculous you are and this shit is not even funny honestly i would share shit that's funny even if it's it's if it's um something offensive i I would share it if it's funny but she don't even be funny i look at this shit i'm like but uh just to go um to another no i like i said it's unfortunate that we lost two individuals who have been a part of my life because a you know china i mean come on china was the attitude era she was um you know, she was a, a champion and pioneer for women's wrestling. She she gave the look. Uh, 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 she's like the anti diva look. She didn't have that 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 foremost appeal that the WWE has now. And then she was able to change it up. They paired her up with with, with Eddie Guerrero, and and she it, it just she she uh, uh she she changed the way women's wrestling looked, and probably wrestling in a whole at that time. It's unfortunate what happened with WWE. And please, you know, for you guys out there pissing, bitching, and moaning, talking about, oh, now they should let her in a Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, now WWE should be feeling uh, bad for what happened to China. You know what? You people have no idea what happened between these two individuals, between this company and with her and vice versa. So cut the shit, all right? Until you walked in either one of their shoes, you know, your opinions mean nothing. It's It's fun to read. And they're goofy shit, but your opinions, they mean, either my opinions, they don't mean shit. But, you know, some of you believe that your high, your fucking high horse is, 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 is taller than the next one. So stop the shit. And finally with Prince, I mean, Prince was, whew. I always, I always say it as a goof. I'm always like, Prince is a musical genius. But in all honesty, he is. It's amazing what kind of music and creativity a man of his purple stature and such miniature size was able to bring to the world not even just us just the world you know an underrated guitarist the man was a, a musical gift was able to play a multitude of instruments he brought i mean a bevy of 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 songs in which anyone and everyone could remember and even hum to right now i know itunes is going crazy because a lot of motherfuckers is downloading his shit now or Doing it illegally. I just want to close out the, this week's rap by just playing a little bit about one of my favorite songs from Prince. God, beautiful ones. You know, I hate when Rich. I mean, I know Rich hates when I do this shit, but I, 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 I got to pay quick tribute to Prince. We'll be back with TRSS, and we're going into. Talking sports and shit. Stick around.
This is John Rondo, a.k.a. El Chorizo, and you're listening to the regular season sportscast. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right, start off this week, sports and shit. I got to tell you, um, Kurt Schilling doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. I'm I'm sorry. I, it's just facts is facts, man. I I spoke about this in earlier episodes of, of TRSS, and I got to tell you, and I said it in the show. I just said it earlier. Opinions no, nobody cares. I mean, honestly, I do a show and, and I spew off what I, what I spew off here. And I guess probably nine out of 10 times, you people don't care. You just want to hear, just listen, just listen to stuff. And if you do care, I, I would love to have an open discussion about stuff. I don't, I don't mind that if you do care, but nine out of 10 times, people just want to be entertained and just listen to other people's opinions, but they could give heads or tails about it. Because honestly, it, Kershaw sits there once again, goes on a social media rant. Social media has made a lot of, a lot of, not only just regular people, I'm talking about celebrities has made them into like ignorant zombies. That, I'm, I'm going to make that a, a fucking t-shirt for, for TRSS where you could get at rageworks.net forward slash shop. Ignorant zombies. I mean, he, he goes on a rant and a tangent about uh, transgender individuals and stuff. And it's like, dude, if you have a thought, do yourself a favor. Keep it to yourself. I mean, there's certain things you just, especially when you work for the humongous conglomerate known as ESPN, who is under the Disney umbrella. And Disney is like the be all end all of making sure everything is politically fucking correct. Although there are some Disney cartoons that might be a little bit adult orientated, but that's another topic. Yeah. And this is, the, this is not the first time this happened. This is like the second incident in which Kurt Schilling okay, went off on a rant about something that he doesn't need to share. And, you know, ESPN says, you know, we're cutting ties with him. He got to go. And you know what? Good for him. Because at the end of the day, if, if you have stuff you want to say, do it under a guise in which that you don't have, because you don't have to be monitored or being uh, uh, underneath somebody's wing hell do your own fucking podcast and do and go on your own fucking rant you know be a separate individual and do it there if you feel the need to remember whatever opinions or thoughts that you share and you're working with something or someone you're representing them fucking jackasses squash oh no so as you guys many of you might may know trss comes out of uh New York City, we broadcast out of the the Big Apple baby represent Homer Biggie and Jay Z, y'all. What up? So I, I have to just give a quick discussion about the Knicks and what's the let me tell you. I have not been a Knicks fan for I'm gonna say over fifteen years. And the Knicks have been in those years a clusterfuck of ridiculousness. They are a big market team with even Big market problems. They are the equivalent of, in football terminology, of the Dallas Cowboys. That's just my opinion of that. And uh, Phil Jackson is just, it, it, people thought that he was going to come in, make it better. It seems as though it's just become worse. This became a project that may have been a little bit too big for a, a man uh, of Phil Jackson's persona because he is the man. But I, I think... The Knicks woes were a little bit too much for him, so much that there was rumors of him wanting to jump ship, 
they're not able to get, you know, the coaches that they're, 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 they're looking for. Tom Thibodeau went to Minnesota. Uh, Luke Walton doesn't need, you know, he's denied rumors that he spoke with the Knicks. Uh, there was talks of possibly Mark Jackson coming in. Uh, I, um, th- there's, it's, it's just, it's just way, way too much stuff going on. And I don't see the Knicks becoming a hot commodity for a long, long time. Sorry, Knicks fans, but it, the, you, you're not going to be able to contend with teams in the East like Cleveland, Atlanta, even Boston, because it, it, there's too much of a stigma that goes over with the Knicks. I'm sorry. So, uh, I mean, hey, David Blatt's still out there. You guys can try to get him. Who knows? How you doing? So the MLB has just seen their first no hitter. Yeah. And right out of Chicago too. The Chicago Cubs pitcher Jake Arrieta pitched his second no hitter and I believe it was the third fastest in between no hitters in MLB history. And they did it in a trouncing fashion against the Cincinnati Reds. With a remarkable 16-0 win, and which I got to tell you, that's 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 an accomplishment. Uh, congratulations to him, and I'm hoping one day my Mets will get a no-hitter again. Uh, hmm. They got the pitching; they could be able to do it. it. I mean, I mean, can we get it one time? Just one more time, please, please. Oh my God! Uh, once again, Johnny Manziel is in the news. Why? Because he's a dumbass. You know, yeah, I've, I've given up hope. Pretty much, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, as much as I can say that, you know, I understand that people go through issues and everything doesn't seem what it, it is on the surface. There's always a lot of other stuff that's going down in a person's psyche. But at this point right now, this is a person that actually may need tough love. Or if not, just, just move to the side and don't. Don't don't anymore. Let me give somebody else the opportunity who might have the talent. Just just let them slide in, because apparently right now his his representative team has dropped him. It doesn't look as though he's taking football seriously as he should. Drew Rosenhaus, who's like the man of all men, who's actually a fairly fairly decent and honorable agent, which is rare to say because it's like saying, "Can you find an honest lawyer?" has actually just said, you know, he can't deal with it himself. So I, uh, that's how you could tell it's getting bad in, in Manziel camp. So I can't even, I, I can't even phantom putting together words, Johnny for, for football for him anymore. So uh, what a dumbass. Seems as though that, uh, UFC is having their own little soap opera. Uh, who knew that? As much as UFC likes to distance themselves from the WWE and wrestling, they seem to have more plot lines and story angles than the the, the professional world. Ah, it's interesting to Conor McGregor who teased the retirement and then retracted it a few days later and went on a long-winded rant on Facebook describing what you know his his reasons for said statement. Dana White saying and he's no he's no longer on the ufc 200 card and mcgregor is saying that he's going to be on the card it's just a long winded storyline 
which I, I, I commend because it, it, there needs to be some type of substance when it comes to, to UFC. It just, it needs some type of drama and theatrics. It's good. You need it. It's fun. Makes, makes you want to freaking watch and, and why, and, and get into it. Shit. Damn right. I, I just, I, 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 it would be a loss for McGregor not to be competing anymore. Though, like I said, he said he's back. He's just, he's, his whole thing is that he's not, he's stating that he's not in the business to be promoting other people's matches. He's there to promote himself, which I can see. I can understand. But once again, you're a part of a bigger machine than just you. So. You know, I guess Dana, Dana and McGregor had a little falling out, a little tiff, which occurs, but it seems as though that this isn't over yet. So I'll make sure to keep you guys informed of anything that transpires. Oh, by the way, there's talk of him possibly going to WWE. Now that really can be interesting, huh? <laughs> oh, good for you. All right, guys. So let's start leading into Turnbuckle Tabloid. Just want to give you guys a special thank you once again for being a part of the regular season sportscast. You guys have been awesome. Downloads and and just following has been growing each week. And I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for you. I mean, you, you love me. You really love me. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, well, we're gonna go down to Buckle Tabloid. We're gonna run through that quickly because we got the interview segment with Josie's boy and Homer Mike coming soon. So give us a minute. Hey, motherfucker, this is Leticia, Lady La Loca, okay? And you're listening to the regular season sportscast, Queen Bitch Ratchet Radio. And bring my blunt, nigga, cause a bitch wanna get lit, okay? Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Well, well, well. Seems as though there's some rumblings coming out of WWE, and one of the big rumblings is, looks as though we have a new NXT champion. That's right. Finn Balor, the longest reigning NXT champ, is no more. This past week, Samoa Joe was able to defeat Finn Balor. And become the new NXT champion in Lavelle. And let me tell you, I love the way they did it. Love it. It's so, it, it's, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you just, you, you, you guys could have made a buck off of that. What a fucking buck you would have made? $9.99? Who gives a shit? This is what, I, that's what wrestling's supposed to be about. You go to a dark show, which is for you people who don't know what dark shows are, quote unquote, a dark show is a match in which it is not televised, aired, or pay-per-viewed for the wide-seeming audience. Yeah, you have to be in attendance to see it. And that could be an exciting thing. I don't go to dark shows because they're so, like, they're predictable. You know, I, 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 I've been to a, like a few and as, it's never been anything that made me like jump out of my pants like, oh my God. No, it's, so it's predictable. You pretty much know who's gonna win, who goes over. If anybody's defending a bell, nobody's winning, except for this instance. So Samoa Joe is now the NXT champion, and I must say, uh, all you guys are sitting there. Oh, you know what that means? Balor's going up to the main roster, you know, because already we see a Bullet Club forming. 
slow down. All right, just just pace yourselves, guys. Really, let's just let's take it in little by little. We we let's 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 see how it unfolds. And if this does occur, this is why I'm telling you, we need to see more of a brand separation. We need to see a broadening of the rosters. I mean, seriously, there are way too many wrestlers getting called up and you guys have been calling and calling. And then once this happens, you then complain about, oh, well, why is this person getting a belt? Or why are they not getting a shot? Or who's getting buried? Slow the fuck down. All right. Just let's let's breathe. Let's take our time. Let's enjoy what's going on. For instance, you know, the, the tag team tournament that's happening. You know, we, we have the uh, two NXT uh, tag teams that are in the finals, the Vaude Villains and Enzo and Cass, which is fantastic. It's a great look. Enzo and, and Big Cass are getting huge pops where they're going. Their fans, of course, they love them from NXT and they love them even more now. The Vaude Villains, which I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see that they're there because I actually like them as a tag team. I really do, but I don't think the main roster understands their reason to be there not the roster let me just say the 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 audience the crowds i don't i don't think they get it i think in the smaller set like the smaller setting of nxt it was one of more of those intimate things with the boyfriends now it's a little bit mm, a little bit over the top Mm, yeah mm, uh, yeah, i don't understand they're in black and white i don't i don't know what that means what's that supposed to be they should come out with like triangular weights or the bicycle with the big wheel in the front family guy reference so i i'm I'm pleased to see how that's occurring then of course we had you know carl anderson and and luke gallows which once again by the way i love how you guys are cheering for festus that's before you would give him shit before then he'd be we went to straight in society with with uh cm punk and then now he's back and everybody's ooh we love him whatever but you know they, they they attack roman reigns uh they're gonna be debuting their first uh match in raw against the usos which is great i think they're a team that i would love to see go up against the dudleys somehow and the total tag team seems to be opening up and i'm i'm more anxious to see more factions that's all i want more factions bring me more factions that's all i want more factions it's okay we can have groups like the heenan family or or slicks rogues or whatever i just bring me more teams and more factions more groupings it leads to more storylines i'm so pleased with that uh i i'm a little bit i'm undecided about the whole jericho uh dean ambrose angle going on right now hmm I'm, I'm waiting this one out. I'm hoping that this leads to something that makes Ambrose even more of an appeal because he's going to start getting a little bit stagnant soon. I would like to see him put together a genuine match like he had with, uh, Triple H. But, uh, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing how that occurs. And of course, you know, Kevin Owens is Kevin Owens. He's fucking amazing. Just recently, he's bodying people on twitter once again as well as bodying individuals in the ring i just love to hear his banter in the ring because he talks to the wrestler he talks to the crowd you know he's yelling he's the headlock master it's fucking hilarious i love he's the he's what a wrestler should be and for any up-and-coming wrestler that's that's if you're looking at what a heel is or just of what a wrestler is in a whole 
Kevin Owens is that guy. You guys should really, really take, take, take notes on what Owens is doing in the ring. Also in the women's division now, you know, the, the, the angle with Natalia and, and Charlotte, which people said, I mean, and, and there was no thought about why would Natalia be the front runner to be the number one contender against Charlotte for the women's championship, which duh, it just hit right now. Everybody in the head. <laughs> Enter Hitman. Brett the Hitman Hart comes back. We saw it in NXT. They they had they had some compelling matches in NXT, but I don't. I'm not. I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those guys that goes what too soon. Brett just you know, he just he, he he just beat uh prostate cancer and and it's like can we just wait till he recuperates a little longer? I I don't know. But let's see how that plays out. I hope it it's, it goes over a little bit better because now in in NXT, if you guys didn't know, check it out on the on the network nine ninety nine. You can see their match and how it played out. But I hope this time around it goes in favor of Natalia. And um, I I just hope that WWE is just really not trying to exploit Bret the Hitman Hart. I mean, WWE exploiting somebody. <laughs> Wow, when would that ever occur? <laughs> and lastly, I just want to let you guys know that if you guys haven't been watching Ring of Honor, it's it's one of those promotions you need to get up on. It's insane. It really is. Get up on on Ring of Honor. Uh, I recently saw the their their Dallas show, which was top notch. The Jay Lethal Leo Rush match was amazing. Yeah, it's a, like I said, it's you guys check it out. It, it, it Ring of Honor. And I, you know, and, and I gotta tell you, if you support wrestling, support wrestling. Don't, don't give it, you know, the, the one, two to say, Oh, I'm a wrestling fan. I watch WWE. Nah, nah, just say you're a WWE fan. If you're a wrestling fan, watch wrestling, you know, get into it. Watch the indies, you know, speaking of indies, House of Glory has a show coming up May 6th with their new House of Glory champion, Ethan Carter the third EC3. Shout out to EC3 for his drop. Uh, good looking out guy. That was a, that, that was fucking amazing what you did for me. And, um, then, uh, the next show is going to have Eric Young. EY is going to be in the building. Yeah, I'm going to be a house of glory. It's going to be something amazing. You guys got to check it out. And, uh, it, it, there's a lot, there's a lot being packed. So May 6th, I'll give you guys more information on that. Hopefully I get one of the, the participants in any of those matches back in here. So, uh, 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 just like I said, check them out at houseofgloryonline.com. And, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, pretty much we'll close out Turnbuckle Tabloid this week and start leading into our interview with your girl's favorite artist and your host of Call Me When It's Over, Mr. Josie's Boy and Whole Milk Mike. This will be interesting. Have your Attack has risen. Roll call 3 p.m. This is Twism. Always and forever. Forever, always attack. I bring flavor to the air like Craig Mack. Life's a B and then you D. Refer to Nazi Nas Illmatics. I bet you ain't even know that. Uh, you don't watch Shaq had a song like this. I know he did, but I never listened to it before. My <laughs> you didn't know about Twism? I don't know about Twism. Hey, I'm a white boy from Middle Village. What do you expect from me? <laughs> That's the best answer you could ever give right now. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm from the burbs. <laughs> so, 
when you hear Shaq rhyming, does it like make your toes curl or like <laughs> or, nothing? Or, like, or do you like it? Or <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> did you even know that Shaq was like a real rapper? Yeah, I knew. I he knew what he platinum, did. He has two platinum albums. Yeah, I know that, but like I never listened to any of his songs. Wait till you, wait till you listen to Foo Schnickens. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, we listen to we listen to Shaq right now, but we're also about to get into the NBA playoffs. Listen, oh boy, oh, uh, and by the time you hear this, it, the, the playoffs is probably going to be a few games in. So, bear witness the fitness, yeah, <laughs> and and be be cognizant of how we do the recordings here for TRSS. Yeah, I want to thank you guys for being a part of TRSS, and right now we're doing NBA playoffs previews and just random shit to talk about. Of yep. course, I got to bring back, which many people might not know. I, I, Whole Milk Mike does not only entertain the world of wrestling. He's also an NBA. He's a basketball fan. Huh? Definitely. Uh, glad, to, glad to bring you here. And also, thank you. I have um, a special guest who's going to slide into the DMs. Just going to let you know that. But I, I'll let you know in a minute because most likely he'll be coming in the uh, segment we know as Point and Fuck Your Point. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> that's 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 the that, that yeah that's that's the good one right there. Oh Jesus! So Mike, what do you think about the NBA playoffs so far? How do you how do you like the seeding so far? The seedings are very interesting to me, especially in the East, because uh-huh. some of the teams are tied, and it's like like the Heat and the Heat and the Hornets have the same record. I believe maybe I think the Celtics are one game behind the Hawks in uh-huh. in the, in the seeding, so. I thought that um when when I saw how the seedings was going and when he saw the teams coming in, I said it 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 didn't look as though like it was gonna be much of a, a competitive first round. Mm. But once we saw how the how the games were were, were, were flowing out, except for the Houston and um Golden State game. Woo. Oh boy. Woo. What a show lacking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slobber knocker. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you made it this far, but <laughs> we, got, we got some stuff to do. Houston Rockets, you just made it. Yeah, <laughs> get ready to go home. Barely. Get but, ready to go home. But yeah, with the, how the seedings were, how the seedings went, and and I still think that there's gonna be some shocker games out there that a lot of people, some some series that a lot of people didn't think was gonna be. What's one game? What series that you think might be not as clean cut as others might think? What do you mean by a clean cut? That, you know, that you have, like, for instance, a lot of people would think that the Cleveland, uh, Detroit matchup is going to be clean cut. That Cleveland like, like Cleveland's going to sweep them. Yeah. Uh, I think that one is going to be very close. I think the Pistons are going to put up one hell of a fight. Even, like, as we're recording this, they just played and they were close. They were really close. Right. But LeBron, of course, fucking goes off. Kyrie, Kevin Love is fucking usual. What, who put, who does his hairline? Flexio. <laughs> <laughs> Flexio, that motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> My God. I don't know. I just can't stand the Cavaliers. The, the season they've had, they honestly do not deserve to be in the NBA Finals this year. Right. Because they fired David Blatt for no fucking reason. That was the whole. That was the whole story of the whole NBA season. Kobe is leaving early on. I mean, and, really, and, really and early Co- on. It started with Kevin McHale. That's when it started going downhill for the coaches because coaches are no longer safe. Right. Even though they have not been safe for the last couple of years, but this year it was like 
one coach after another after another. It's like even coaches you thought weren't going to get fired, they got fired. So stupid. And, and, and it sucks that you have to have to deal with a season where the coaching situation becomes the the not you can't even see the major story because of course the major story was Golden State. Yeah. And San Antonio. Big shout out to Gil, uh, to San Antonio who was able to have uh tie Boston Celtics record of the best home record oh, yeah. of a season. That's 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 an accomplishment in itself. And I was gonna ask that which I'll save it for later. But um leading into how the players set up, just just to, just to knock two birds out with one stone. A is the Golden State Warriors record the best ever in sports history? And B, does it matter if they don't make it to the championship? Well, that's a two-parter. In case you in case you people don't know what that is, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, why the fuck are you listen to this <laughs> show then? <laughs> um, I think if they don't make the finals, then it's kind of a big blow for them, in my opinion, because they get seventy-three wins, they beat the Chicago Bulls of their record, and if they don't make the finals, then it's just like, would you like what you accomplished a lot during the year? But it's like when when you're under the uh, the spotlight, you kind of lose. Especially it's like if they lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's like LeBron got you. <laughs> yeah, because it's basically you're just saying like, look, it, it was all for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was all for nothing. <laughs> um, like you put the hard work in the regular season, but in like if if you don't put in any of the hard work in the finals, then like what the fuck was the point? I, I love how everybody puts the shine on Steph Curry as uh, he's he's the wave, as other people may say. He's just he's the new way of he's the new way of looking at the NBA. But uh, what what he's <laughs> team light skin? Who who do you see as another key component besides Klay Thompson, of course? Uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it has to be green, right? This he's six seven. He can play all. He can guard all positions, even the center. And like in the first round, they're facing um, the Rockets. Right. I bet you that he can guard Dwight Howard and make him score less than ten points. Okay. It's po- It's possible. I'm not saying he's gonna do it, but I'm saying it's possible. Mm. I mean, in the finals, he played center, right? And they won. Yeah. They won they the did, championship. Yeah. They brought him. And who are they going against? It was the. It was Tim. He was going against Timothy Mozgov. Right. And Anderson Varejo, like those type of guys. Like Green has it in him. He's a good defensive player. But it's like when you have Clay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Stephen Curry, like they just help. Like by the way, while we're talking about this, I'm I, I'm really like intrigued by this. I, when did you become a real NBA fan? How did this draw you in? Because I know wrestling. We, we spoke about this before. But when you became a real NBA fan? When I when I watched Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, saw Michael Jordan. I was like, okay. And then when I start, I think, when did I, what year? I gotta give, Shit. I gotta give you the. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam opens the door for a lot of people. When I was younger, I honestly thought that was how Michael Jordan like retired and came back. That was legitimately how I thought he came back. <laughs> he played against the fucking <laughs> monsters and just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Let me go back and win championships. But I think when I first started watching it full time, maybe like 2004 around with the Knicks. Right. I think around there. Are you, you a team guy now? Uh, I don't know. I, sometimes I jump from back to back, but I'm mostly, I love the Warriors, but it's like other teams like Milwaukee, Detroit. I, I started to like those teams. The Knicks, I, 
I just given up on them. Yeah. Because, like, Chris Stapp. Are you a bandwagon like, guy? Yeah. <laughs> I even admitted it on your show. Like, I am a bandwagoner. <laughs> even, like, when people ask me, like, like, which team do you like? I say the Golden State Warriors. I'm like, oh, fucking course you are. But at least, but you know but what I can appreciate? Like, that. I don't know the full history, but it's like, I start like, when I started watching them a couple of years ago, when they changed the logo, they started adding, like, Stephen Curry. Right. Clay Thompson. Then I was like, okay, let me go back and watch, like, some of the history. So, like, Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond, um, this third fucking guy, I forgot his name already. Tim Hardaway. <laughs> the one, the, the, the thing I can <laughs> say that I, that, that I can appreciate about it, appreciate about that is that you know the history, yeah, of the like from what you you've come up with, you, you know the the history of the NBA. Because some so kids today if you want to be a team that. fan, you could be like, yeah, at least I could talk about them. I know who was on the team previously. You got a lot of guys who sit there, yeah, yeah, go to state, fuck them, yo, fuck everybody, else, fuck them. Like, yeah, who played with them in '89? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Steven Saxon. I don't know who isn't dead yet. <laughs> Steven Saxon. Is that a jobber from WWE? Who the fuck was that? <laughs> that was the D League motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so for when you when 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 you became the uh, a, the over the, uh, the the overseer. No. Not even say that, but when you became the guy who, who who enjoyed the the NBA and stuff, at that time period, who was basically the guys that you really watched closely, like as as, as players? I really loved Kevin Garnett. Yeah, as a, I still love him. Like I love the intensity that he gives the ga- the game he has. I love the jump shot he has. In my opinion, I say he's better than Tim Duncan. Wow. In my opinion. Uh oh. I love I love Tim Duncan. Mike is about to get hot. Our <laughs> special guest is about. It, it just, he, he pulled. <laughs> He pulled his pants up. It's, a, it's about to get something soon. Hey, I have all the respect for Tim Duncan, but Kevin Garnett, I don't know. There's something about him. Like, I don't know. Like, I just love the intensity that he gives. Like, I feel like he gives more intensity than Tim Duncan does. <laughs> well, Tim Duncan is, he's very nonchalant. Yeah. With how everything he does. I mean, honestly, he's, um, I, there was a question that was asked to me prior and they were like, uh, if this is his last game, or his last season. Uh, why isn't there like a big fanfare? It's because Tim Duncan doesn't like want he doesn't that. Like that yeah, that's sure. not his thing. I would have thought Garnett would have wanted that. If there, anybody, Garnett is like a. a Which weird. I feel like he's definitely going to do. Like, I think, by, I think by, by, by next one, year or two, in two years, he's going to yeah, stop. Yeah, I think he, I think it's why one of, one of, one of those, one of two things that he's going to do. But yeah. I don't think, that's a question. I'll save it for points and Fuck your points. I'll bring that back. Yeah. But, um, since you, you, you are a Garnett fan, what, what were your, what were your thoughts about when, when he left, uh, uh, his, his beloved Timberwolves to the Celtics? Timberwolves to the Celtics. It was a good move for him at that time. Like, yeah. Timberwolves weren't giving him what he wanted. And we went to the Celtics. He joined up with Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. They drafted a point guard and raised on Rondo. Mm-hmm. And, they won what two championships? I believe one. one. It was one championship. I thought it was like two. <laughs> it, it should have been. Yeah. Uh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the guess because I remember back to back they faced the Lakers or some shit like that. It was like year after year. It was like them against the Lakers, and there was like one year. It was like the Magic got in there for some reason. Do you have do Do you have any power like any like apparel or like? 
basketball cards of Kevin Garnett? No. <laughs> N- nothing like that, no. <laughs> do, do, do you have... Uh, I don't have any jerseys, no. I, no. Don't, I don't own any jerseys of anybody. Oh, wow. I just have, like, sweatshirts, and that's it. But, like, I don't have jerseys of Tons of wrestling players. shirts, though. It's hmm? a tons of wrestling shirts. Yeah, that, that's what I care about. Like, if I, <laughs> if I if I walked out with, like, a Kevin Garnett jersey, they'd be like, yo, you stupid motherfucker, why are you wearing that one? All right, because I fucking hate Tim Duncan. That's why, motherfucker. And then, I, and then I'm getting into a fight with a random guy on the street over a jersey. <laughs> I would love to see on, like, World Star or, um, what's the other website, uh, the, the, that does, uh, New no no the New York no New York lookout what is that shit called? It's is a I don't know where they they have random fights and it's you getting into a fight with somebody between Tim Duncan and <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Garnett World Star. <laughs> it's like what? Are you serious? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So for this week uh, for for like for this week's playoffs so far, I mean there 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 are teams that I I to be honest I haven't heard a lot of. People really excited about the NBA playoffs this year. I don't know mm. why, you know. And I run a, a group page, and nobody doesn't really seem to give a shit. Why do you think is that? Why do you think that? Like, well, I guess it's because like there's no like there's like not a lot of big names. I guess mm. maybe it's that like you have what you have Westbrook, Durant, Harden, Curry, uh, LeBron, and that's like and then you got the, the whole Spurs right. basically because the whole Spurs roster is just all stars and. And you have Paul George, but it's like Dirk Nowitzki. It's like those guys, like some of them are about to retire. So it's like guys are like, of course they're going to make the playoffs because it's fucking Dirk Nowitzki and Tim Duncan. Right. But it's like these other guys, like on the Celtics, you have Isaiah Thomas. You have guys like Kimball Walker, uh, Andre Drummond, like up and comers that nobody knows yet. Mm. So maybe it, maybe it, it's like maybe because they didn't promote them as much as the other guys did. It has to, maybe it has to be promotion. Cause that's the only reason I can think of. Yeah, because usually they, uh, when it comes to NBA time, they only spotlight like a Braun, like the only, like a certain, certain amount of guys. Yeah. Like one team that I, I, I think that a lot of people have not been acknowledging has been, uh, the Portland Trailblazers. That's a team that's that, a sh- that, that was a shocking team to make the playoffs. Really? Honestly, cause they lost four of their starters and nobody, like I thought they were going to be out of the playoffs, like ninth or tenth. They got to fucking fifth. They, they, yeah, they fought. You know what's funny about hard. that too is that and, that, and that's all because of Damian Lillard. And what's funny is that for the past two years, it's been like that with them. That yeah. they've always been at that precipice to knock on that door, and they've always had the same issues where injuries has been the key like a Marcus problem. Aldridge, right, Marcus Batum, it's always been Wesley that Matthews, key like issue. All those guys kept. And up. I always said for them in the past two years is that. The guard position for them has always been their saving grace. Oh, and, thank God. Yeah. They're <laughs> the, the fucking posi- lucky to yeah. have Damian Lillard. So, uh, just before I, before I, I swing in and bring, uh, the special guest for, for this one. Oh, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> do you, do you see them? Cause they're going against the Clippers. So do you think that they'll I be think able they to give them a fight? Yeah. It all depends on how, uh, Lillard does against Chris Paul. That's the key matchup in the, the whole series. It's either, Paul dominates or Lillard dominates. Because remember a couple of years ago, Lillard hit that jump shot against the Rockets and knocked them, their right. asses out. So Lillard has an isn't. And especially since he was snubbed from the All-Star game and he's still holding that in. So it's like, this motherfucker is just ready to just kill somebody. He's like, I'm like, I want to make sure like he wants to 
his star, his star wants to shine like a motherfucker. Yeah, and I, I like that. That's a play of series that I really do like. I like I don't, I like seeing that. So, uh, before I introduce, uh, I I I just want to play. Uh, I want to play a theme music in for him. You know, he, he and, and I I tie him in because I want him to to I want him to be part of. I, I want him to to not only be a part of this conversation but also to just 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 to cross brand what we're going on here at TRSS so oh boy I have voices in my head they count to me they understand they talk to me wow now that's an introductory right? <laughs> just, just to do a little cross promotion I just want to give a shout out to your girl's favorite artist the man who has his own syndicate podcast here on RageWorks.net. Mm-hmm. And given the pleasantries of her being here, mm-hmm. your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Welcome me, bitches. And also known as the, the NBA specialist of the show, which is great because now he gets, he gets to collaborate with Home of Mike here. First time ever. Oh, it's like magic happening. It's- Ebony and Ivory finally meet. Jesus! Is is Diddy and Kane all over again? <laughs> <laughs> so for you guys, I, I I I'm not gonna sit there and go through the whole rundown of what each game is gonna be about or each series. I, what I, what I want to talk about is uh, there, there's this NBA teams that are are struggling to put together a playoff caliber team. For next year's playoffs, what team do you think should be on the on the cusp of making playoff caliber teams? Uh, I mean, just just putting the team together in all to, uh, like it's hard to say because there's a lot of good free agents coming up next year, so it's hard to say. And all honesty, there's a lot of teams that need to rebuild. What team do you think that should have been in the playoffs this year that didn't make it? I'm surprised that there are like two teams that I'm surprised did make it in general. So anybody who made it made it. Uh, anybody who's no, no, you know what? And it started from the beginning of the year. If it wasn't for injuries and if it wasn't for bad coaching, New Orleans should have been in the playoffs. Really? New Orleans should have been a whole lot better this year, but it's because of injuries and because of bad coaching that they're not where they're at. Uh, I, they, they hurt my feelings because I like Anthony Davis. Right. And I like, I like, um, Drew Holiday. I don't like Tyreek Evans. I never did. Um, I think he's overrated. Okay. I think he's very overrated. You act like y'all was in a club together and something happened. No, 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 no. He just pisses me off because, like, <laughs> you act like he fucked one of your girls. That he would, can, that he would can, never happen. Ugly ass can never touch none of my girls. He can pay him and they still keep the coochie lock. Chill. What team do you think should have made the playoffs on Home Milk? I would have thought the Chicago Bulls would have made it. Yeah. That, that, the, the, the season they had, what a shocker. Usually they're a team that always makes it. This year, what they like two games out? Mm-hmm. That's that was ridiculous. You missed it by by an ingrown toenail. It was like right there, one fart away. <laughs> it was too many injuries. Joakim Noah is was out for the rest of the season. Derek Rose always well, it, it, it fucking walks the wrong way. His ankle breaks. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. And then Jimmy Butler, who's like their star player, got injured. I think. Did you hear that? There's rumors that he's on the trading block. After they just signed them for like five years, of course, of course, (laughs) of course, the person they should trade is Noah. They should trade him, Mm. either him or Gasol. Get somebody younger. 
they're gonna keep Pagasol. Jack Cam Noah, mm-hmm. Joe Cam Noah, whatever, however you want to say his name, that French dude with the ponytail. Joaquin. He 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 should have been gone a long time ago because he, <coughs> as great of a rebounder he is, or great, uh, I think he just intimidates people. Right. But when it when it when it comes to him, he freezes on making plays. Like people say, he's a good passer. He's a decent passer. He if you watch him, he freezes on making plays. He's afraid to put the ball back up. Uh, he's not back in, he's not in Florida. Like, he's not the player he was in Florida. Like, right. he's, he's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. And he would be great on another team. Is it another team that doesn't have to deal with that much pressure? Uh, mm, probably. Yeah. I don't think he could deal with the pressure. You know what it is? You know what fu- fueled him in the playoffs? Every year he thought he was going to meet LeBron. He hates LeBron James. So I think every year that fueled him that he was going to meet LeBron. Oh, come on. Everybody fucking hates LeBron. <laughs> I don't. The only thing Joe Kim Norton needs to work on, I think, is his offense. Honestly. And his ponytail. Forget the fucking ponytail. <laughs> Let's worry about the game. Who do you think should have been higher in the seating? Like, who? what what team should have been higher in the playoff seating? Besides, of course, I don't know. The obvious, like, what team that's currently I mean, playing? yeah, like a, t- a team that deserves that's currently, that's right currently, now? yes, currently a player who should have, who should have been higher in the, in like, the in, in, in meaning they should have performed better in the, right. in the season, right? Well, go first? Yeah, you go first. Honestly, I think the Indiana Pacers, yeah, I, w- I would have thought a third seed, honestly, with Paul George coming back at full health again, Monte Ellis, that's the fair. rookie Miles Turner. I didn't like the center um, situation. They should have gone out. They haven't and really had somebody. a lockdown center position in like, since since Roy Hibbert yeah, traded him Troy, to yeah. Lakers. Yeah, well, it's it's L.A. What do you expect from him? <laughs> and I don't know. Ian Mahimi was working out. He's good defensively, but they kind of need somebody down low. Mm-hmm. And George Hill's fine. It's just that I don't think he's he's what they need. And George Hill has always been that guy <clears throat> that everybody says. How does it happen that he's still a part of something? Like, like it, he doesn't seem like a guy that can be a key, major key. I mean, but he, but he, he's a good shooter. Yeah. He's a good shooter. Like you, you put him, you, you drive and kick it out. Like he's good. He can get to the basket when he wants to. He's not like the best to create his own shot, but he's a, de- he's a decent point guard. Yeah. He's a decent point guard. Like, so who do you, th- who do you think should have been higher in the CD? Uh, a team that I thought could have been, Better in this in the season, Houston. Oh. Houston, one hundred percent. I was gonna thank you for that, but I was gonna say Houston anyway. But <laughs> I just wanted to remind you of what teams were in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I, I do remember, but thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm black. We don't forget about basketball. <laughs> thank you. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yo, don't start the NBA jam all day. Yeah, um, Houston, yeah, Houston, Houston, Houston could have been a whole lot better if Dwight Howard wasn't. Now, and this one thing I say about Dwight Howard, him personally. It wasn't. It was. It was not his fault. They fired Kevin McHale when they were only what four and seven, yeah. which was fucking stupid. That was, um, the, that was the start of their downfall. That was the start of their downfall. The interim coach is not bad, but then you got Dwight Howard acting like a little kid on there or on on the court, and you don't have and you have James Harden fucking shooting the ball constantly and not even passing it to Dwight Howard and broke the record of the most turnovers, turnovers. ever in the history. But I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. Shitty defense. It, if he has. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, we can't even consider it Olay defense. He, he was like a matador. He's like, Olay. No, that's like, not like, you can't go. even consider that no, anymore. He's like, yeah, leave. Just, hey. I'm, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. Yeah, it's like, he's the guy coming at him with a ball. He's like, you know what? I'm not even gonna attempt. Somebody's, just go. somebody's, somebody's gonna take care of this. <laughs> and, and, right, run faster. And like, in, in, in all honesty, when it, when it comes to Houston, 
the pieces that they have. Patrick Beverly is a great perimeter defender. Trevor Ariza is still a great defender. Josh Smith should be playing defense instead of trying to take pull up threes. Um, that pisses me off. Uh, <coughs> Dwight, Dwight Howard is still one of the most underrated big men. As much of a bitch as he is personally, I, 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 I Get it more in depth with that because a lot of people might not agree with that. Right. Yeah. He, he, he's always top three in rebounds. He's always top five in blocks. Uh, he's a, he's a good passer as a big man for being that big. His face up is great. He still needs a back to the basket game, right. which he's never, uh, but it's like you almost, you're six, he's not seven feet tall. People forget about that. He's six eleven. Throw them fucking shoulders in somebody's chest and get to the basket like you did in Orlando. You worked out to make your body look like right. that. Right. You so. look like that in high school, bro. What are you doing? You worked with Akeem Olajuwon. You should have learned fucking something from him. And I always said that. He did that and it's wasted money because you know what? He never retained what Hakeem Olajuwon's game was. Ten, it's 10 grand for every, every, every session. session. Yeah. Same I'm going to know in Orlando, that's how they got to the finals in 09, which I was really rooting for them, even though I knew they was going to beat the Lakers. Right. But uh, for one, I was happy because Ray for Austin was on there. Skip to my little shout out to him. I was, they beat the, they whooped the Cavaliers. <laughs> they whooped the Cavaliers. <laughs> Had no chance. Uh, shout out to Vince too. But, um, yeah, Dwight Howard, when he was working with Hakeem Olajuwon, people forget in Orlando, he had a nice hook shot. He was developing a 15 footer. Uh, his back to the basket wasn't that great, but he developed that face up that Hakeem Olajuwon mastered. And for, for you to, for you to have like some kind of potential and he was running the floor. Like now you see him like yesterday was the most running I've seen him do all year. Right. And I'm, I, I'm tired of, I'm tired of seeing somebody I know that can jump out the fucking gym not trying to block shots anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, 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 you're getting lazy on defense. You're not running. His game is pick and roll. He doesn't run pick and roll anymore. All he wants to do is throw his hand up and say, give me the ball. And it's like, we know we need to get you touches. Yeah. As a player, I would say, we know we need to get you touches, but let me set you up. And so, James Harden's looking at him like, and James Harden is looking at him like, dude, I can shoot the ball. Like, no, stop but, you, but I'm saying that's the thing. Do you think that? Ever since Houston, Howard went to the Lakers, his no, but I'm saying, do you think that Houston, down. Houston wants to revolve the game around that type of, uh, of gameplay around Dwight Howard or they see other outlets for, for, well, that? if they want to have that type of game, why did you pick up Harden? Why did you ask for that trade? Mm. If you wanted to, uh, have a game plan around the center, don't pick a guy that shoots the ball and doesn't pass the goddamn ball. Exactly. You should, uh, if you wanted to, what did they do? They traded Kevin Martin, right? Mm-hmm. For him. That was the dumb move for OKC. And right, and look at it now. It's a dumb move for the Rockets because they royally screwed themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, besides Golden State mm-hmm. and the obvious, the obvious and San Antonio and San Antonio, who's an, who, who do you think is another threat coming out the West? Uh, well, the matchup, the matchups are, are pretty, pretty cut, cut and dry. Like I still look at OKC. And I do think they, they, they could be, like, Charles Barkley said himself, there will be no surprises in the first round. Okay. There will be no shockers. There'll be no sleeper teams. Like, oh my, um, in the, in all, all together. The only, matter of fact, the only shocker that might happen is, is, um, Detroit against Cleveland. Like, if Detroit, Detroit can beat Cleveland, like, when it comes to Atlanta and Boston, I think they're kind of evenly matched because they both want to prove something. They both want to prove something. But the only, to me, the only shocker, because we all know Memphis is not going to beat the Spurs. We all know that's not going to happen. If they had Marcus Gasol and Mike Conley, then it's a different story. story. It'd be a different story, but they're not at full capacity. So at not non non full capacity, uh, they're not going to beat the Spurs. So the only shocker that could happen 
in the the NBA players right now would be Detroit beating Cleveland. And I think that game, that series is going to go seven. It's going to go seven. Besides Cleveland, who would you think is is a top contender in the East? I oh, I said from the beginning, uh, if 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 the Raptors get past the first round, Cleveland has to go through them. First off, the Raptors have to win a play yeah, first round they game. They they could they played against Brooklyn and they played Washington. They got their ass whooped two years in a row. It's going to be hard for them to get past Indiana. No, get me wrong, but it's, it's like true. I don't care. Who it is coming out of the West, as long as not LeBron and his butt buddies from the Cavaliers. I love Kyrie. I love Kevin Love, but I'm getting sick and tired of seeing LeBron in the finals. I'm just sick and tired. Like, somebody needs to get in there. Like, somebody needs to step the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Knock LeBron off his crown. You can't. Quiet. Once you king. Once you king, you king. Like, stop. Stop hating. Come How on, How quietly is um the Heat are right now? I predicted them to make it to the playoffs. And they have a matchup now where they're just gonna like pretty much breeze through. Yeah, they're gonna fucking breeze through. Yeah, because I think the Hornets will get one, one or two games. If Nicholas Batum plays the way he's supposed to play, they'll get one or two games. If I get Chris, if Chris Bosh was playing, oh, it's a different story. Oh, then definitely, story. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If right right now the the Heat still to me, Dwayne Wade is one of the best closers in the NBA still to this day, injuries and all. He is still one of the best closers in the game. Probably the healthiest he's played all season. Like we haven't we haven't seen him play. You know, you know why he's so healthy this year, right? Punani? Cuz no, I was going to say I thought it was I was going to say cuz Le, cuz LeBron let him LeBron pretty much helped him out with not having to do too much for the past 2 2 3 years. Right. Like you think it, about it, I all it was, it was was Dwayne Wade catching alley oops or throwing alley oops. I really thought it was Punani, but okay. The Gabriel, he's fucking Gabriel Union like the, the the one series that I I like to play real close to in the East is the Hawks and Celtics. What's your thought about that? I not not an exciting series to me because you got Paul Millsap who is like right now leading his his team in rebounds, is it steals and blocks. Is it? I know it's block. I know it's blocks and rebounds. I think it's steals because it's not points. I think it's steals. Um, <coughs> he's like the since Demari Carroll left, he's like the and he was a shining star when Demari Carroll was there. But since DeMar Carroll left, he's there like big hope because Jeff Teague, he's playing, but he's not playing the way he was four four years ago. That's right. the DeMar Carroll move. The DeMar Carroll move, that was a bad one for the Hawks. They, they should have gotten back. Right. They should they should have matched that fucking contract and they 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 played games. So when you when you look at Atlanta, I didn't expect Atlanta to do much. But in, in, in like even get to the playoffs, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I didn't expect it because uh, same thing. I thought Chicago, I thought Chicago was gonna do their thing. I didn't think Atlanta was gonna do anything. Boston, I love how they're fucking fighting. They're fighting. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I love that. But they're fighters. And I like that. And Isaiah Thomas being a small guy, like you know me being five eight, I would be looked at as a midget in the NBA. Um, so I love that. You know he he's doing his thing. But I just, I mean, that series to me could go either way. Homo. Do you think there was one or two moves that the Boston could have made to actually made them more of a contender? Right. Yeah. Maybe the Dwight Howard one, because that was a big rumor around the trade deadline. Maybe, but I don't know how much trade uh, Dwight Howard would have done for them. Right. I don't know. Maybe if they would have got another big guy, because right now their big guy situation is Amir Johnson and Jaron Soldier. They're fine, but it's like you need a bigger guy to go against like the bigger ones. Like you guys are, like seven feet, like seven feet three, like. You need somebody to go at them. You can't have fat ass Jared Solinger trying to block a seven one guy. Like I'm sorry, I'm a fat ass, but Solinger's even bigger than me. It's right. like ridiculous. Like I love Boston. Like this one, I think it's gonna go seven, but I it's it's a toss up to me. I don't know who's gonna win. 
because Celtics were the number three seed for a while. I didn't think they were going to get that high. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like seven, six. They went to fucking three. I'm from New York. Fuck Boston. <laughs> you got to respect Boston and their culture. Speaking they, of, they fought. I'm from New York. Speaking Boston. of which, speaking of you, I'm from New York, and you're not a Nick fan uh, uh, for any account. But they're, they're, what, what is it? What can fix New York? Uh, Point guard. A new, a new logo. No. <laughs> uh, some, some reworking the team colors. Look at the artist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony should have never came in the first place. I said that before. They shouldn't have given him that big contract because they're stuck. They're yeah, stuck. they're stuck. They're stuck with him, and now he's controlled. New York needs a whole nother, a, a, a whole nother aura. Like Dolan is all about money. Like that's why he owns so much. He's all about money. So that's what that's what's happening with the Nets too. When you got an owner that comes in, it's all about just cash flow, cash flow. Like it's all about money. You can't you can't do anything great. You can't like look what Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas thought he was a good a, a good uh, anything. And he hasn't been good anything since he fucking tore his Achilles. It's funny because I, I, my whole thought process when it comes to New York, whatever it is, is that we're so arrogant and pompous when it comes to us as an organization. And I'm not a Knicks fan. New York is in general. And in New York, basically, in general, we're just assholes. And I think it just carries over. But I think us as a team needs to, we, we need to realize that there's, there's way to make homegrown players Without having to make the big money, because we've seen it in other in other <coughs> towns. Look at Utah; they they're able, to, although they don't win, but they're able to make good players that go to play and they build. But you know, but OKC look. has done it. You know, we, and you think about it. You go to you go to you go to L.A. Milwaukee's done it a few times. I'm gonna show you something. You go to L.A. even for the Clippers and the Lakers, which is a big money town, and and. And they're a big city and mm-hmm. all this stuff. When you go and see their games, they wear the colors. They they shine. They wear the the the, the gold, purple, and white for the Lakers. And the Clippers, they wear the their uh, red, white, and blues. New York, but it's different. You never see shit. It's never that hometown pride when you see a Nick game. Never. Let me. I'm. 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 Let me. Let me explain to you. You do. Why. Yeah. Please. Let do. me explain to you how New York goes. And uh, you, you, ha, ha. <laughs> Mike, Mike has jokes. Mike has jokes. I said keep it 100 like four times. That's why. So, so I'm gonna keep it 500 now since it's like the fifth. 650. Six, <laughs> 725. Um, so <coughs> we're New Yorkers, as you know, Red, assholes. being a New Yorker. Uh, we are, we are assholes. We are the best. You know yeah, because I mean? the, the Brooklyn Nets don't do that either. What? I don't know what the fuck they came to Brooklyn for in the first place. There wasn't shit in Jersey. So you're gonna bring them to New York? So we can have another team to be, oh, they lost again this year. Shout out to the Islanders who actually came to Brooklyn. <laughs> and, and got a better jersey than any fucking it, New York team. And made it to the playoffs. Yes, which I'm worried about the Rangers. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, well, I'm worried about the Rangers. But that's another story. So, um. But they won in one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. I was worried. I was worried after game one. I'm not even going to lie to you. Pittsburgh looks tough, but we're going to talk about something different. So, uh, with New Yorkers, there's no such thing as hometown pride. We can be proud, uh, we can proud of being from New York from somewhere else, but if we're somewhere else, but we can't be proud of what we have. Now, when you're talking about homegrown product in New York, that's our problem now. Not, not to say don't believe in New York players, but we have that New York mentality. Everything that comes, what is, what is New York? What, what basketball, what type of basketball player does New York breed? Guards. 
Right. That's all New York ever has. Right. We have we're like a fucking revolving door for guard for, for guards. Any, and the Knicks don't pick any, any of, of them ones. up. We never pick any of the fucking good ones. We the closest thing we had to a New York guard. No, we had uh Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury straight from Coney Island. Oh, I'm I, I'm not even counting that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even like <laughs> I'm talking like I'm talking like a real hood New York straight. All right. Forget the year that they went like number they were first in the East. Let's forget about that part. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Raymond Felton. That's why. So I, re- I respect him, but I'm not. Well, somebody wasn't a fan of him. And he got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't going that far. I go, but no. In in New Yorkers, in New York, we are the land of the hate. We we breed. We yeah, breed. It, it kills me because I love to see that whole college like atmosphere. When you go and see That's these the NBA teams, no, it's not even the West. No, Coast. Chicago you does it. Chicago, but does then it. you, but when you're talking about the Lakers, though, and you're talking about the uh, the Warriors, and you know, we're talking about teams that were going all the way back from fucking San Francisco and Minneapolis, and it's like these yeah. teams have a tenure. They we're talking about ABA days even before the like they have a tenure. The we, Knicks have been around, but it's like New York is the only <coughs> from what I've seen is the only franchise that. When you you know your fans go out there, you don't see the orange and blue colors rap. You want to know you why? You don't see the you know, cuz you look at and now there's and like I said, New um the Knicks and Brooklyn are the only ones I don't do. You see Boston does it, which is a shit it, it, you, they they're like similar to New York. Philly, no, 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 no. Boston's completely different. Time. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause New Yorkers don't believe in starting from the bottom. They don't believe in being there from the beginning. That New Yorkers only want to be a part of winning. We can't take losing. And Woody Harrelson said it best in White Man Can't Jump. Even though he was talking about black people, I'm talking about New Yorkers. We rather look good winning than look bad losing. But you know what's the crazy thing is that when you see a lot of these teams who have the fan base, the audience, the crowds, who sit there waving the flags, who have the shirts in the crowd. And you look, when you pan the camera and you see that they're all wearing the colors, mm-hmm. it goes to show you that this fan, the fan base, and it's intimidating to uh, an away team that's coming in there. Yeah. Anybody who comes to New York is like, yo, I'm coming in to take pictures. New York is, <laughs> no, but New York, yeah. New York I'm is, coming to the club. New York. After this game, I don't give a fuck. No yeah. facts. New York, New York culture is me, myself, and I. There's no such yeah, thing as camaraderie. But you got, you got all these other teams on, on other, all, all the other coasts. Like Boston is a hardworking town. You know what I'm saying? Like New Yorkers. And exactly, yeah. New Yorkers, we have, we're, 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 we're privileged. But this, but, but that's what I'm saying that there, when, for even teams that have the privilege, uh, you know, mentality, which is like L.A. Even L.A. They yeah, have but like goal. I said, look at the tenure they yeah. have. They're going all the way from Minneapolis to George Mikan days. Uh, the, the, the Magic, they had something to celebrate. New York, the most we had was uh, uh, Clyde Frazier. We had um, uh, Willis Reed. We had uh, uh, Bernard King, um, Mark Jackson. Phil Jackson, Paul Moreau, uh, Pat Riley, but look at all, th- all the tenure that, um, Boston and LA had. Like they have a winning spirit. New Yorkers don't know nothing but being flashy. That's all we know. All we want to do is look good and we'll look, we'll, we'll finish a game with 60 points and still lose and be like, but I got 60 though. Yeah, exactly. And that's though. exactly Boston. It's unfortunate because I've coached fucking, um, youth leagues like that. Right. And it's the same thought process. And Boston, in Boston, you can have 30 and win. And you have seven turnovers. Like, no, fuck, you're not starting because you have seven turnovers. So I want to open up the, the the door to something that we haven't done in a long time. 
which oh, is boy. which is Mike's favorite, which is um point and fuck your point. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, your point. Yeah, this this is your virginity too. Point and fuck, fuck your, your point. <laughs> so with point and funky point, I throw out. A statement. Let's see your response to it, and let's go. I think I already know what the first statement's gonna. Be. No, you're not. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't know anything about point <laughs> and fuck your point. You're right. Cause you're right because this is my show. Exactly. <laughs> uh, LeBron being playoffs MVP predicted right now. Can it happen or no? Point and fuck your point. Yes. Playoffs MVP? Yes, a playoff MVP. Playoff MVP. <laughs> he has to win first. No, no, no. Not, and I like, I like LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan, but he has to win first. It's a pretty, it's just pretty. LeBron, yeah. Cleveland, if, Cleveland, if they get anywhere near the finals, they will not be facing Golden State. They're not facing Golden State. I said it in the beginning of the year when Golden State went 10 and 0, they are not making it to the finals. Your thought? So LeBron will not be finals MVP. Tim Duncan will go out on a high note. What a roundabout way to get to that one. <laughs> the Cavaliers are not facing the Warriors, so that means LeBron's not going to be MVP. <laughs> so who the fuck's going to be MVP point then? And <laughs> fuck your points. <laughs> yes, exactly. That means Tim Duncan's going to be Finals MVP. Obviously, LeBron's not going to be Finals MVP. It's going to be either Curry or somebody from the Spurs. It's going to be one of those two. It, it, wait, either one of those 12 so are in the Spurs. He, so even if Cavaliers make it to the finals, he's not going to be the no. final MVP. They can't give it to him every year. <laughs> they, can't, they can't give it to Curry either. They can give it to either Green, Thompson, one of those guys. One of them is going to go off. Somebody's most, going off. Most disappointing team in the playoffs right now. Point and fuck your points. Charlotte. I don't know how the fuck they made it to the playoffs. I'm not even going to lie to you, Charlotte. I'm, I'm going to say Charlotte. I don't want to see Jeremy Lin's hair anymore. <laughs> what, when he spikes it up and then when he goes with He oh, has the Goku he, Dragon Ball Z look. Then you when he goes full Asian, just puts the hair yeah. down. <laughs> but then you say, what was it? That That's now his new gimmick now? That, that the whole is the hairdo? No, I'm talking about you. Uh, just, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's all he has. After he left New York, Lin Sanity turned into like, Lin, where the fuck you at? <laughs> so it's like... You don't play you, Houston. He could have been good oh, on Houston. Oh my god! He could have been good on Houston, but he didn't want to uh, uh, conform to a system. So, fuck him, motherfucker. He should have stayed in, on the Knicks. That was his best year. They didn't want him, really. They really didn't want him. That that was their stupidity. They, yeah, it was another one of their stupid moves. They should have. Yeah, kept they didn't him. want him. And well, I totally forgot what the question was. Team that is the most disappointing in the playoffs. Uh, made it to the playoffs. Points oh, a bunch of teams and fuck your uh, points. Uh, I'll go with the Mavericks. I didn't think they were gonna make it because I didn't like the me either. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like the, the guard thing. situation. Yeah, I, I was the same. I they thought like, the same thing too. It was during the season they would play Darren Williams at the small forward, <laughs> JJ Barea point, <laughs> Derek. Uh, it's Devin funny Harris that you said that about Darren Williams because uh, I said there and go. I was like, what the? He f- complained about everywhere he went to. And this is probably the quietest that I've ever heard him this season. Well, this is his third team, isn't it? Huh? This is third team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his third team, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But as soon as he went to the Nets, but he complained, but he complained about it. Like, 
with Utah, it was like, oh, they didn't. Yeah, yeah with the coaching, and then the next they didn't use me well, and then. And then, then it goes to the Mavericks, and he's playing a forward. <laughs> uh, you don't want to complain about that one? Okay. No, I, I think he's probably like, let's wait off me. <laughs> it's like, whatever. I don't know. That, that was a team like I was shocked they even made it. I would have thought maybe, um, fuck. Like the Pelicans, if they were healthy, they could have. No, what I'm saying, it. who, who's in the playoffs now that you're like, woo. Yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the Mavericks. Um, player who should excel in the playoffs right now. Point uh, and <coughs> fuck your point. Like all, all through the playoffs, or we just talk about first round right now. Um, who you? Uh, yeah, you say old player who should? Who's gonna shine? Ooh, um, who should be shining? Hmm, that's damn. That's that's kind of tough. I, Don't say LeBron. Why would I say? Why would I say LeBron? We know he gonna kill whatever he does. So I'm not He's even worried about that. King He's a king. He, he yeah, I'm saying so. But that that's that's kind of hard to say because you got guys like Paul George. Okay. Um, you got that, I, Damian yeah, Lillard. To be honest, the that's play. the one I was gonna pick. It's uh, but I, I was gonna but pick Paul they, George. They gotta get past the second round. Yeah, but I was thinking Paul George would be the guy that's nine times out of ten. I do believe the Pacers just might get past the first round. Right. But still, they gotta get past the second round. Depending mm-hmm. on who they beat, they still got to get past the second round, and they're gonna put up a fight against whoever they go against. But it's it's hard. It's hard to say. Like if we're talking about the first, if we can just go round by round. If we're talking first round, the first round in the East, I'm picking. Paul I'll give George. you one that I think that that should be shining right now cool. in the playoff. Isaiah Thomas for Boston. That that's I would only say that in the first round. Yeah, I would, I I think that right now to to pass it for the playoffs. He surprised he sh- me this year. Yeah, I'm surprised he even made the All Star team. I think points. And fuck your boy. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just like putting that drama. He was, he was an all star because the East has nothing. Nobody. Nobody. No nobody. nobody. Even though, because look, because you look at the West, look how hard it was to pick all stars for the West. It would have been so easy for them just to put Lillard on the East and be like, fuck it. <laughs> like, like, why <laughs> the fuck not? One day. Uh, yeah, and it's good because that's. Um, and this show with TRSS, I want to challenge. It makes you fucking think. I want to challenge. It's a hard thing to do on this show, apparently. Um, Honestly, I would say Damian Lillard. He's going to shine. Yeah. That's a oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but it. he got snubbed from the All-Star game, and he's still pissed off about it. Basically, it was all Kobe's fault. <laughs> Let's blame Kobe for that one. <laughs> Kobe, <laughs> on his last year, fucked Damian Lillard out of an <laughs> All-Star game. Was it two years in a row now? Yeah, pretty much. Damian Lillard is a great point guard, and he should be getting a lot more respect, honestly. <laughs> so in the playoffs, he's gonna. I'm I'm not gonna say they're gonna beat the Clippers, but he's gonna like make Paul Chris Paul run. He's gonna make JJ Redick run. He's gonna he's gonna blast them all. Who is the most horrible dresser in the NBA playoffs right now? Oh my God, you ask me. Like really? Points. Like I pay attention and to that shit. Fuck <laughs> your points. There are a few people that have horrible styles. <laughs> uh, Let me start off. I'll just say Russell Westbrook because what the <laughs> fuck does he wear? What the fuck does he wear? There was there was one time he came dressing like the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz. I was like, God damn it! God damn it! Then you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just, just because, excuse me, just because you have money does not mean you are stylish. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Russell, nah, fanny packs of a fly, like those are funny to me. Russell Westbrook dressed like a weirdo. I will if somebody buys me one, I'll wear it in a heartbeat. You know what I carry in it? Do you know what I carry in it? Condoms, so I can fuck all these bitches. That's exactly what. Points and fuck your points. 
Um, so thank you very much. I don't like using that word, but it just, it was funny for the moment. So well, I'm sorry, ladies. Well, you said, um, yeah, no, <laughs> Jeremy, word? Oh, Jeremy, okay. Jeremy Lin is a horrible dresser cause he still wears drop crotch pants. Um, Damian Lillard dresses like he's in a rap video every day with jean jackets and shit like that. <laughs> uh, nah, he has good style. Um, DeAndre Jordan, he needs to do something with that fucking haircut, man. Like, what is it? Is it a fade? Is it an afro? Buckwheat. No, he needs to, he needs <laughs> how about, to just leave. How about, um, 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 James Harden? He's already a weirdo. So. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about his spandex and them. No, 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 no. Uh, there's a lot of people that have ba- bad styles and <laughs> it's a bad, one big bad fashion show. I miss Vince Carter's diamond Rolex. <laughs> hey, we don't know if somebody from the Pistons, the Celtics could dress like a, like a, like a, like a fuck boy and we just be like, okay, now, you make it to the playoffs, so let me guess. Let's just dress like shit. Tim Duncan has a worst style in NBA history. Really? Wow. This nigga wears dad jeans and flannel shirts that don't fit him. <laughs> He's a horrible dresser. Well, Tim doesn't. Tim Duncan doesn't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. Doesn't mean he's not bad. Dressed. What about Lamarcus Aldridge? True, like he said, yeah. Who's a better dresser, Aldridge or Duncan? Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> Tim Duncan is dressed like somebody's uncle. <laughs> Like he's 40 years old, so apparently he's yeah. dressing like he's 73. He's straight he's comfort. Old. He's all about comfort. This nigga dressed like that in high school and college. And you got money and still dress like that. Well, when you win as much games as he does, I think you could wear the, whatever the fuck you want. Michael Jordan wore Gucci glasses and had a Gucci, had <laughs> Gucci umbrellas. Don't tell me shit about winning championships and dressing nice. <laughs> biggest, a biggest celebrity name that you're going to see in the playoffs. Point. And fuck your boy, Drake. Huh? Drake. Drake. Drake is going to be in the playoffs. Because Kanye's not coming. Kanye's not coming anything. So Drake. Huh? Drake. No New York team is anywhere near the playoffs. So uh, Jay-Z won't be there. So Drake. Drake. <coughs> Biggest celebrity. Obviously Drake. There's nobody else. <laughs> None of these celebrities don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Drake. <laughs> I don't know, maybe Jack Nicholson will show up to a Clippers game for no fucking reason. We don't know. Oh, no, no. Yo, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Yeah, Billy Crystal will be there. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, not not for who's going to win, just who's going to make it to each division's conference, conference finals. Yes. Point. And fuck your point. Who will make it to the conference finals? Obviously, in the West, it's going to be the Spurs and the Warriors. That's a given. Unless something fucking stupid happens and the Thunder and Clippers make it or some bullshit happens. Which, no, no, possible. We don't know. Injuries could happen. So as of right now, it could be the Warriors and the Spurs. Uh, The East, that one's a hard one. That's what she said. Of course. Shut up. (laughs) It's, um, it's going to be the Cavs. I'm going to say the Pacers. Cavs and Pacers. Okay. Because I, I like I like the Raptors, but the like the problem is they can't get out of the first round. I think Miami. I think Miami Miami's going to get past Charlotte, so I think they'll give Indiana a problem if Indiana gets out of the first round. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm I'm going to say I would I would love if it was Cavs Heat. I'm not even going to lie. I, I would love that lie. shit. I would love. To I would see love Cavs that shit. I would love to see and, Cavs, and I would love to see the Cav the, the Cavs like. As much as I like LeBron, I would love to see them lose to the Heat. I would love that shit, like just because. But you right, it's like a little bitch. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna say, uh, see, you know so what? I, but I can't even claim Cleveland because I think Detroit could beat them. I legitimately think Detroit can beat them. 
Um, but I'm still going to say Cleveland and mm, Cleveland and uh, a toss up between Miami and Toronto. All right, guys. And in in the West, I'm gonna say well, well, the the West. I'm going to say San Antonio and the Clippers. Such a Clipper dick rider, man. Oh my god! I I, I know who Darius Miles is. Really? Wow, that is shocking. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) The clip. The Clippers could beat anybody on the West at at any given day. Thank you. You think they can beat the Spurs and the Warriors back to back? I say nothing about back. I think they they can. I think they, I think they can give any team on the West a run for their money on any given day. Honestly, oh, now I need to know God. how many games do you think the Clippers can beat the Warriors? How how far would the series go? Six. Oh my God! And what about San Antonio? That'll go to seven. Oh my god! Get the fuck out of here, you NBA specialist! My fucking god! <laughs> my god. If anybody has a problem with our prediction, come see my hands in these streets. Because <laughs> I knew Golden State before they went back to the San Francisco logo. Listen, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the NBA playoff segment here. That was thanks for dropping that bomb. That was a that was something I did not expect. You actually. What'd you expect from him? (laughs) King controversy, come see me. (laughs) Big shout out to my boy Holbrook Mike for stopping in to do an NBA playoff talk. We, uh, you can catch him with Heel Turn Podcast as well as what? uh, What else you can see you at? What's your social media? My social media is uh, M underscore Sarantino S E R R E N T I N O five thirty. That's basically everything: Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. I'll add you back. No fake accounts, please. No fake accounts. And of course, (laughs) Mister. The man that doesn't need an introduction. No, please. You gotta introduce him because he he just says some shit. Take your time, take your time, take your time. He just says some shit right now. Take your time. This is my man, aka Mr. Lightskin General, aka The man with the golden voice that make your lady moist. AKA make sure that you see him because he's beautiful as you see. AKA Mr. Ooh, he sparkles. AKA I like the painting. He's cute. Make sure you get him at Call Me When It's Over. And make sure you get him at just being here, my boy, it's my guy, it's my brother, love and fall, mm-hmm. Mr. Josie's boy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this this was something. Mm-hmm. This is this is crazy. Clipper Nation, fuck the Warriors, <laughs> fuck the Warriors. I'll get you guys in a minute, man. You guys are awesome. We'll come back. See y'all. The regular season sports cast. Breaking, Breaking news. news. Well, this is a first for TRSS. I don't think I've ever had a breaking news. So while I'm recording, it seems as though we have an 80-game suspension in the MLB. Toronto Blue Jays first baseman Chris Calabello has been hit with his PED suspension. I believe this is the first one of the season. Mm, Congratulations to you. 80 games. Damn. He was hit with a test positive for a PED known as... I'm not even going to try to, uh, okay, maybe I am. Dehydroclomethesepistepiperfermingertimineronome. Uh, yeah, just look it up. That's what he got called. 
Yeah, so an 80-game suspension with no pay. Wow. And in other breaking news, seems as though that Dana White has confirmed that Conor McGregor will not participate in UFC 200 this July. Yeah, I smell a swerve coming. Um, I think WWE is still interested. Okay. And that was your breaking news. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sports cast. TRSS is here every week for you guys and your listening pleasure. Ooh, we like to tickle your fancy in the lower lumbar regions. And probably in your vagina as well, if you're a lovely lady. Be sure you check us out on the Regular Season Sportscast group page on Facebook, as well as on Instagram. Check us out at Regular Season Sports and on Twitter at RWJSanty, as well as on Snapchat. Make sure you check out Waterbed Red RW. And be sure to check out the YouTube page, the Regular Season Sportscast, where every week we are here to please. This week we drop another TRSS 10 count, and this week's 10 count is... NBA rappers. It's the top 10 rappers compiled by the TRSS staff and contributed this week by your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Be sure you check him out at TRSS Overtime, episode four, Call Me When It's Over. This past episode, he had Tycho Moon as his guest and it was one for the ages. Be sure to check that out because he got one more to go and the boy is flying solo after this one. Shout outs to him and congratulations to him as well. Shout outs to Big Rich at My Take Radio, the head honcho for celebrating his 350th episode of My Take Radio. Uh, once again, we, we only do your bidding, sire, because we only want to aim to please. I'm, I'm approaching 40 in age and in episodes and you are at 350 where a lot of podcasts probably ain't even hit three. So congratulations to you, sir. And be sure that once again, like I said earlier, you could get us now on the easiest, easiest connection on the internet, on your phone, which is at trsspodcast.com. It's quick, easy. It gets you right to TRSS. It's, it's that simple, guys. You could, you could, uh, add it on your homepage. You just tap it. Boom. It's there. And whenever we come down and we party, we toss it up in your headphones or in your car or wherever device you listening to us to. All you gotta do is just, just click it. We there early. Alright. And, uh, be sure to check out TRSS and, um, that's the, the shop page. We get our apparel there as well. Pretty awesome. We got some shirts down the line. I'm doing stickers now. I got the business cards. So if you guys see me in the streets, y'all don't know me. Nah, if you, 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 you recognize, you recognize me, I might have some stuff I might toss y'all sticker here and there. You know what I'm saying? Show the love. You guys have been great. Uh, there's been tons of support that's coming in. Keep it up. Make sure you guys get the apparel at uh, rageworks.net forward slash shop. It connects you right to the TRSS page with Rageworks. All right. Once again, uh, thanks again, you guys, for being a part of this week's episode. And uh, look, uh, the only thing I tell you is be grateful for what life is giving you and be, 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 be prideful on what you are to accomplish and what you have accomplished and although it may be rough at times and we may seem our lowest of the lows keep pushing forward and always remember that there's another day coming for us and when it's not make sure you leave that legacy all right guys i'll holla at y'all 
Catch on a rebound. Squash. Oh my God. Obama. What don't you fucking understand? She wasn't ready. Hello, hello. The regular season sports cast. Oh, good for you. Regular season sports cast. <laughs> Oh my.